Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. These are remarkable reporters from the New York Times who went through 20 years of documents. It is not okay for you to accuse them with no facts of coordinating with the Democratic Party. Perhaps the policy of the governors of New York and New Jersey of sending people who were COVID positive deflection. into nursing homes was catastrophic. And, 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 and it resulted in a horrific death, death rate. The restaurant is already shut down. The location is owned by social media star Salt Bay. City officials say the restaurant repeatedly broke COVID-19 safety guidelines. This has been going on for about five hours now. Currently, the protesters are here between Faneuil Hall and City Hall. They have shut down Congress Street. Right now, they're listening to speeches. We heard countless chants along the way. Ah, oh, poor Salt Bay. I don't even know. Is Salt Bay the restaurant or the guy? That's the guy. Poor Salt Bay. Busted. Somebody rats him out. You can see the video. He's got a restaurant in Boston on Arlington Street. It's probably near where Davio's is or was, if, if anything's there anymore. I don't know. One of the few restaurants that's barely making it. They're open. There's, uh, You can see the video. There's some people meandering, meandering around in front of it because the guy was a big, I guess, I don't know what the hell he is, but but he does stuff. <laughs> He's he an looks Instagram like a jerk. Star. He looks like a jerk to me. Normally, you would he, be the, against him. In I'm any against him. Situation. Yeah, and I can see he does something with the with with salt or something. I don't know what he does with spices. He's a cook guy, so he's got a restaurant there. It's open in Boston, and there are people meandering meandering in front, young, good looking Bostonians, you know, getting back out and enjoying the restaurant. And somebody rats him out and calls the 311 line. By the way, we've seen people. There are people uh, canoodling around in front of the restaurant. And they're not socially distanced, some of them. And that was it. That's all it took. And Salt Bay is shut down, at least temporarily, which might be permanently. Who the hell knows now? And that's all it took. Because Governor Baker and, and Mayor Walsh are looking at you, business owners. And if you think that you're going to be around there not socially distancing... No, 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 no. That is not going to work. 
they will bust you. They will bust you. How dare you make them look bad? Embarrass them like this. All the hard work they've put in. Charlie Baker let us know that he was so upset. But all the hard work that he had put in, damn it. And you've upset him again. You've let him down. And Marty Walsh, you've let him down too. Now, you know, 72 two hours ago, of course, there were huge protests in Boston without social distancing. Salt Bay, did you think of maybe some badly metered rhyming and uh, anti-police rhetoric, perhaps? Next time, have the customers, the restaurant, the uh, the patrons milling around in front of your restaurant uh, say bleep the police. That's the way to go. This racist police! No justice! No peace! This racist police! Those people are not shut down. They were not dispersed. They will not have to... They will not have to face um, any kind of uh, fines. They are fine. Crammed into City Hall is not acceptable. I mean, it is acceptable. Absolutely. It's welcome. It's encouraged. That's fine. As long as it's something about peach and f- peace and free speech. The government found the financial means to equip pigs with millions of dollars worth of protective equipment without hesitation to use against protests. Shoulder to shoulder. You know, an uplifting, an uplifting speech about pigs. Allowed. Somebody, an entrepreneur daring to open a restaurant in the city of Boston, daring to do business here that would, you know, enrich the community and be fruitful for the entire staff and for patrons. Bring us back to some normalcy now that we've got a handle on the pandemic. Or don't we have a handle on the pandemic? Because when Salt Bay's idiots or people are walking around in front you got to bust him, but when the other people are in City Hall Plaza. So if you're really afraid of a super-spreading event, then you'd think you'd want to bust the people in City Hall Plaza and the people sh- shouting uh, bleep racist pig- pigs through the streets of Boston because they're not socially distanced. But no. Such courage. Such courage from elected leaders. Jesus. Ugh. And it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get better. Boston is finito. It is done. I don't know. We, I know that we've got we've got some great um, we've got some great um, listeners uh, who were nice enough to reach out and send some um, notes and it's uh, nice messages, emails, etc. Including Dana, who's a guy, Alice, not a woman. I apologize. Right. Well, we know a Dana who's our friend, who's a woman. So right. That threw us off. And that overwrote Dana Carvey and all the other Dana Whites and all this stuff. So um, I appreciate that, uh, and we I know we've got somebody who's listening from Cincinnati and some all, all over the country, really. There's some listeners, and I love it. I think it's great. So maybe this is happening in your city as well, certainly the Democrat-run cities. It's not going to get any better because oh, right. on deck, on deck in cities like Boston, it's not – Marty Walsh is a guy who grew up on Dorchester, Massachusetts. He's not like this, this you know, um, milk toast wuss, uh, Ted whatever in Minneapolis – or Ted Wheeler in uh, in Portland, you know, this is a guy who actually he's a. If you're from around the country and you like the Boston accent stuff and Yanoma, that's Marty Walsh. You like him. He's a guy who's probably kicked a few asses as a youth, and uh, certainly had a couple of beers as a youth, and uh, and had some shenanigans, including like you know hitting about eighteen parked cars drunk one night, which you'll talk about actually. Um, you know, so he knows that he's got to survive by adapting to some progressive policies, and he does it. But the next wave is coming, and it's going to wash him out. And he is not – he may be able to get the union brigades to hold off the change right now, 
but change is coming, and Marty's days are going to be over. And it, what we're going to have is a, a essentially psychotics will be running the city very soon. Um, uh, what's Wu's first Mayor name? Michelle Wu. Yeah, Michelle that's what Wu. exactly. What, you took the words out of my mouth because right. I was going to say say so, hi to Michelle Wu. Michelle Wu. So here's this. Uh, Michelle Wu answers one simple question. I actually recorded this by mistake today because I thought it was something else. Um, you know, she's got all sorts of great ideas for the city. She's running for mayor against Marty Walsh. John Keller, who's got a mustache, by the way, uh, it wants you to uh, ask her, you know, how she's going to pay for all this stuff, all these great ideas she's got for the city, all the, including obviously defunding the police and all sorts of progressive. I mean, it might as well be written right out of the New York Times. The the she likes zero-cost transportation, too, right? Exactly. Oh, yes. It's a total giveaway. Now, listen. Keller asks her the question, which is something that you used to be able to ask. You know, how are you going to pay for it all? Welcome back to our conversation with at-large Boston City Councilor and Boston mayoral candidate Michelle Wu. And, Councilor, when I look through the issue statements on your website, I see a lot of appealing ideas most of which will require new spending. Where are you going to get the money to pay for your agenda? Good question. We need to be lifting up the struggles and dreams of residents and matching the scale and urgency of need. Holy Christ <laughs> is what you should be saying. This is what you want to do. If you live in Boston, um, and what was the, what's the, 021108, I think was one of the zips in Boston. I used to live there. 02144 is another one, I think. If you live in Boston, what you want to do is this, is you want to go to um, Zwillow and Zillow. Zillow, sorry. Also, I think 02144 is Somerville. Is it? Okay. So. Well, you know what I mean. They don't need They won't check, Dale. Um, <laughs> don't fact check me, Dale. Daniel Dale. No, so, so they, uh, so, so anyway, 02108 is possible. So, so you want to go to Zillow or a comparable website and you want to put your condo or a brownstone or apartment, whatever, for sale. And you want to get a U-Haul and get the hell out of town because everything she said right there is toxicity. It sounds nice, but you've seen it play out across the country. This is psychotic speak. With big solutions. Oh. Some of this is the way that we do business in Boston. There are tremendous resources that are not going to actually tackling the problems. For example, in a... Huh? It means that some people have stuff that they're not using to do what Michelle Wu wants. There's oh. tremendous resources that aren't being used to tackle the problems. So she's coming for your resources is what that means. I see. So when they yank the Salt Bay uh, storefront away from that guy, it can Salt be Bay is not using his resources Correct. Effectively. It will be repurposed as a social justice center. city that spends over $600 million every year just on discretionary spending through city government. We've seen over the years, in 2018, less than 1% of that went to businesses owned by people of color in Boston. Even during this pandemic, it has been single-digit participation by those businesses. So there are resources available today. We also know... If you haven't noticed, Michelle, there's a problem with businesses surviving in this pandemic. Businesses owned by people of all colors, by right. the way. <laughs> That's not unique to businesses of color. There's yes, a whole... if you don't realize that your friend Marty Walsh and Charlie Baker have crippled all of the businesses in the state. We have record high unemployment. That the federal government is responding. Will, you know, November's going to be a big, big change. So in other words, she's saying, spend the money now. When Biden wins, he'll bail us out. Just spend the money now. And then under new administration, we'll respond with resources. We need leadership that is ready oh. with plans and a vision to direct those to the areas that most that uh -huh. uh, most 
match the need in our communities. Uh So this is something that happens a lot in state and local government. And, you know, I this way of thinking is so bizarre to me where people who work in municipal government and in state government think somehow that if you get uh, money from a different branch of the government, if you say get it from the federal government or if you're the municipality and you get money from the state, that that's like free money, right? (laughs) They think that that money doesn't come out of real people because, you know, it's not on their balance sheet. So it doesn't it doesn't really count, you know? So it's it's like people think like the public schools like, well, oh, but we get so much state money. We get so much federal money. So we're only spending X, Y, Z. Well, no, the money still comes out of your citizens. Federal money still comes out of people who live in Massachusetts. No, no. It comes from a faraway place. A it's faraway, magical. That's exactly right. With little uh, Care Bears and uh, strawberry shortcake dolls and... Uh, unicorns and Lucky Charms. And, and I'm same, pl- by the way, the federal government does the same thing to states and states do it to towns, too, where they make mandates and they're like, yay, this mandate was free because they're not the ones paying to implement it. So the state will do that to the schools. They'll say, you know, like, oh, you need to provide, like, you know, drug abuse screening to all these people. And, like, they just mandate it. And they're like, yay, we did it. It was free. Aren't we so smart? But the school district has to then come up with the money to pay for that. So they're all, you know passing the buck a little bit here money wise they love to do that like we'll just get it from someone else oh yes no absolutely in a time like this at a time like this as well so but but you know not as if there's a very good um model being set by the federal government you know of course this has been this year has been everything's been out the window i just want to play what this again unfortunately his setup to the question takes a second but i just want to hear the first few words of what she says so that we all learn to recognize these words welcome back to our conversation with at-large boston city councilor and boston mayoral candidate michelle Wu. and councilor when i look through the issue statements on your website i see a lot of appealing ideas most of which will require new spending. Where are you going to get the money to pay for your agenda? We need to be lifting up the struggles and dreams of residents and matching the scale and urgency of need with big solutions. Yeah, that means you're after. Good luck, Boston. <laughs> Have a good time. I mean, he really, like, tried to ask it in the nicest mm-hmm. possible way, too. Like, I love these ideas. They're so great. Can you just fill us in a little bit on, mm-hmm. you know, like, the... Nuts and, and bolts, <laughs> and she's speaking AOC now. It's oh. incredible how well, they're all—they're all—they're all so they've become now these infantile figures, where they speak in this cute and fuzzy language, and it's fluffy and it's nice. It reminds me of a, of a girl's bedroom. It's pinkish, and all the stuff is soft, and it smells nice, and it's great, and it's so—it's the look and feel is so good. So, right. I mean, although Trump didn't necessarily get elected with really specific, carefully thought out policy proposals about like how to pay for things he wanted to do, you know. Right. But it was essentially in the in the um the spirit of capitalism unrestrained and you know national national security and um and, and nationalism. But capitalism unrestrained we've seen models of before. Green New Deals and her all the other big ideas that are right. made to dismantle and take a step back. That's a different brochure, you know. And that's it's, I'd say mm-hmm. it's, a little, it's a little more pernicious. We'll get to the Trump stuff later because we get we get all sorts of stuff to go through. Not a lot of time. Um, 
so if you woke up today and you did, if you're listening to this, um, this is, um, you know, that Trump paid $750 on his income taxes uh, in the last year or two or whatever it is. Uh, I think that is, I, I do think that, to be honest, that that is a shame. I think he should have paid zero and that somehow that his accountant couldn't manage to whittle that 750 bucks down to zero um, is unforgivable. I think he needs a better accountant. The President Trump or any citizen should be paying the absolute minimum in their income tax. You should take advantage of every loophole. For somebody to complain that Donald Trump resisted efforts for the – sorry, the dog is doing something about what She's you... tangled in a cord. Oh, I can't, can't can, you, can you get her. Can you get her? The people are angry that Donald Trump resisted efforts to minimize the mugging he was receiving from government is absurd. Everybody, and how dare anybody it, it pretend this is a story whatsoever. Every This is the reason tax accountants are, H&R Block is made to make sure that you pay the minimum amount of income tax. That's money seized from the government that it did no labor and hard work for. You know, it, it is absolutely ridiculous. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear people condemn him for this. There's didn't nothing. he also like already brag about this, like in 2016? Of course like, he does. He brags he about it all the time. It's a this was a story in 2016 is, too. The Times put a lot of people in energy into this. They've got a whole business section. The guy, the guy who runs the business editor, which tells you that they talk about a newspaper that's way too fat for its own good. The guy was tweeting, "Here we go!" This morning, as he's dropping this on us, it's a non-story. There's nothing to it. They obviously spent too much time on it. He probably wants management to think that you know this outlay of stories about Trump's taxes or, or something. They also might be in legal trouble over it. There's some question. I mean, certainly the person who leaked it, if they find out who that is, and I have to think that there aren't that many people that have access to Trump's taxes. Um, that person definitely did something illegal. Mm-hmm. And there, there's some discussion of whether or not the Times might have done something illegal here. Um, so, yeah. I mean, also, Trump is under audit, by the way. And right. still is for the last whatever, like 10, 15 years. So, right. I mean, it, it basically confirms everything Trump says about himself and everything everybody's been saying about him for 20 years. So I, it's exactly. really a non-story. <clears throat> and it's saying he's paid little in taxes and at the same time saying, look, his businesses are losing money. Yeah, he's been saying it was a big sacrifice for him to do this, that he's lost billions already. He's been saying that. I'm sure it is bad for bad for business, right? And it's our, our another, another article that you actually sent me from the, the Examiner, or whatever. Right, the Washington Examiner. Trump has, uh, has business interests in Turkey and the um, Philippines. In the Philippines, and there are madmen running those countries, and Trump shouldn't be in business there because they could see that he's in trouble and try to help him out. Well, too damn bad. If he if he's taking money from them, then bust him for taking money from them. If not, the the idea that there could be. Um, that there could be some kind of, um, you know, pernicious activity happening is not good enough. So, fine. Right. I, I don't care way, where he's got or what pin, pin, pin. This is this is nothing. This is a guy who does business in New York City. This is the least of what I care about. I assume that Trump spent much of his life dealing in cash, handing it over to quote, sanitation workers, end quote, <laughs> uh, to get things done. I'm sure that there has been money and influence pushed around to get building permits. I mean, we already know that he's greased every politician he's known during his life on both parties. I mean, that's how business gets done. 
It's ugly. The guy's had a lot of ventures that have tanked, but he's got about 500 hustles going on at any one time. Great American entrepreneurism isn't always pretty, okay? And I'm not sweating the, the, the thing from the Times. Everybody wants to make a big deal out of it. And I don't think it's going to have any resonance with people at all. I, I, it's just going to make the left feel, you know, just start their celebration earlier again. And maybe they'll have reason to celebrate. You know, there, there, a couple of polls come out, came out that don't look good for Trump. Maybe they won't have reason to celebrate. But I would say, I would just say for your own health, mental health, lefties, don't start the end zone dance quite yet. Because we spent the last four years administering, you know, emotional first aid to you, and I'm done with it. Zip. Done. <laughs> All right. Although he has a big debate tomorrow, I have said on social media, and people are angry at me mm-hmm. that he better take this thing seriously. He better have been studying. They better have some crackerjack ideas ready, because <laughs> right. Biden obviously this is certainly coordinated the tax stuff with the Biden campaign. They, they work with all the media. The media are all their, are, are their are, you know, apparatchiks. But Biden's going to come after him for this. He's going to come after him for the COVID deaths, for everything. They better have Trump prepared, 100% prepared. Trump not only needs to be competent tomorrow night, but he needs to impress in a way that right. we haven't seen him on subject matter before. Because on the line right now for a lot of people, a lot of people are saying this guy, when we needed him to take COVID seriously, he might have done everything right. You cut down the flights, you get the ventilators going and everything like that. But he was still tweeting about um, Scarborough and, you know, other people who bothered him. He was still having these ruminations and machinations in, in front of people about the hydroxychloroquine or whatever it right. was where he did not instill confidence. So I think right. that was a big test. And a lot of people said, wait a second. This guy, of everybody in this country, should be solely and completely and wholly focused on this like nobody else we've ever seen on a historic level. And his communication style did not portray that right. at all. Whereas you had somebody like Charlie Baker, our governor, and Cuomo, whose communication style did convey that. Even as they were... yes. <laughs> But so Trump did not do that uh, effectively. So now if you now have him on the big stage tomorrow night and he's not at all ready for Biden and doesn't have mm-hmm. something of substance to say, I-, I certainly want him to have the daggers, too. I want him to be. I think that he should that his rhetoric towards Biden should be devastating. But he better have some. Um, he better have some depth of knowledge on some of these things that he's going to have to talk and have nuanced and thoughtful answers. Because right. if not, it's going to be, again, that the American people are going to say, you didn't care enough to study again. You didn't study for COVID enough to be the, the heavy. And you didn't study for this to be the heavy when we need you to communicate this. And I think that some people could look at it. And if, if he just fobs that off tomorrow night and does a hack job and say, screw it, we've seen now that, he doesn't care to study about this. We've seen now that he didn't care to be wholly enveloped by the factors, the facts and analysis of COVID. And I'm just not doing it again. Not doing it again. I just need somebody up there who's going to make sure that this never happens again and this guy's over one. Right. I mean, I think that the whole debate thing is it's either Trump's or Biden's to lose. You know, both of them have to not screw up. That's like what it is. Is it's both of them 
have the potential to go badly off script and be bad. I saw one person joking on Twitter about like, what are the odds that Trump goads Biden into saying a racial slur at some point during the debate? Mm -hmm. I think there's a distinct possibility. Yes. But I also think there's a distinct possibility that Biden could goad Trump into saying something stupid because Trump is easily set off and thin skinned. And when he gets personal and makes it about himself, I don't think it looks good for him uh, generally, you know, and, and, you know, but Biden also, I mean, it's very questionable. He hasn't been out there in days. I think it's like 40 something percent of the days in September. He's called it a lit and and before 10 (laughs) a.m. Like it's crazy. He's, you know, it is today again, we've been talking about this. I mean, and, so you're right. There's so many things that have to happen. I mean, there's that they're both going to show up is is iffy to me. If they if they say tomorrow that Biden is not doing this debate, then the campaign as currently constructed is over. Right. He can't not do it without without it just conceding that he's not ready for prime time. And, but I think he will be ready for prime time. He mm-hmm. steps up in, in big moments and looks cognitive, anyway. And uh, he's been preparing a lot, supposedly. supposedly, lots of debate prep. So, and he's done this a lot. You know, he survived the debates at the beginning of the season, and um, it's certainly possible that he'll get out there and be fine. Especially since he won't do the drug test. <laughs> I don't know, um, but so I think I think he could show up and be all there you know right he could show up and be all there and just do a c minus job i mean trump could screw up but trump trump could screw i don't think he'll screw up i don't think he ever quite screws up he could say something in an inarticulate fashion that the media then says that -hmm. trump oh my god can you believe trump said oh my god they're going to do that no matter what Mm -hmm. the oh my god chirons are already out there you know yeah um another thing that it's going to be interesting is is it Biden tends to, and this is where debate prep would be fantastic mm-hmm. for Trump, because Biden gets a lot of stuff wrong. And we played a, a whole bunch of recent this statements from Biden this year that were completely whack, wacky, wackadoodle off the wall wrong. And if Trump had depth of knowledge enough to contradict and correct Biden on that stage, you know, there are already one of the things you hear painted about Trump by the media and the Biden campaign is liar, liar, liar. He needs a fact checker because Trump's a liar. He's a liar, 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 liar. Trump should turn those guns on Biden. Absolutely. hit. We should one hit Biden from the left and get Biden on being a liar. Mm-hmm. But he's going to have to recall some places where Biden lied. Hit Biden from the left. Remember. Trump signed the First Step Act, which released black Americans. Mm-hmm. Biden signed the crime bill, which incarcerated black Americans. It's that easy, Trump. Say that again and again and again. Put Biden on his heels about that. Mention names of young people whose lives were curtailed or ruined or ended because of those policies. Mm-hmm. But you, no mercy. No mercy. But you have to have those, fact, those facts at hand. Biden right. will not be able to take attacks on the left. He will not be able to, take, to, to absorb those. He won't know what to do with them. And he'll be, and he'll get flustered. And if he gets flustered and his mind goes, anything could happen. There's a chance there's a fist fight there tomorrow night. <laughs> no, it's a anything's serious... possible. I yes. mean, I don't know. I mean, Biden certainly, I think, could threaten a fist fight for sure. I mean, he has in other forums said he wants to hit Trump. I'm pretty sure hasn't. Well, he? Yes, but he's but he's also wanted to you know fight the, the United Auto Workers Union guy. 
in other people. He wants to throw down with people who come as hostile at him. So we'll see. Certainly, I mean, I think Chris Wallace is great, and I think I, I, in you know, I'm, I'm about, I assume I'll be on with Jerry probably after the pot, probably after the debate, probably what is tomorrow? Tuesday, Wednesday. Callahan, um, you know, he doesn't like Chris Wallace, but I really like Chris Wallace, and I know that Chris Wallace can be vicious to Trump. But if he's vicious to Trump, and Trump's still standing, like he was when he was with Chris Wallace, mm-hmm. and then he's vicious to Biden, and Biden goes down, then that brings total credibility to that hit on Biden, because right. he will have proven that he's rough on Trump. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Anything could happen. It could be... If you watched Biden with uh, Paul Ryan, he did a lot of... <coughs> He did a lot of talking over him, and he could maybe get his. But that's it's two hours, right? Uh, I'm not sure. God, you're gonna be waiting for my tweets tomorrow. Huh? I know. Um, okay, so on this subject, uh, the, the big, the big uh, yes, uh, queen. What is it? Is it slay queen mm-hmm. of today? Is Poppy Harlow, who was on with Brian Morgenstern. He's a flack for the White House for Trump. And she's asking him about the um, the income tax stuff. You can just tell me what you think. The New York Times reporting is completely false. So what is true? Brian, how much did the president pay in federal income tax in 2016 and 2017? Well, Poppy, both the president and his attorney uh, have disputed it, saying he's paid millions of dollars in taxes. I saw an earlier report uh, from today that from 05 to 07, he paid $70 million in taxes. So quite a lot. He's donated his presidential salary, which for his term would be a million and a half dollars in taxes yeah. that he didn't even have to pay. Uh, so, but the New York Times has reported basically the same thing four years ago on the eve of a debate. The Democrats had ads up and running within you know minutes of this coming out, which means it's probably a coordinated political s- smear. Yeah. But uh, the, 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 the president has paid lots of taxes. But okay. the point is that why would anybody pay more than they owe? He wants everybody to have low taxes. That's why he cut taxes. But an yeah. interesting okay. question. Where are the taxes that Hunter Biden paid on his three and a half million dollars from Russia? What about his billion dollars from Moscow? Brian, 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 I'm so glad we have you. And we got lots of time so we don't have to talk over each other. Well, he was talking before you just talked over him. (laughs) He was doing just fine. (laughs) But you just talked over him. But you speak for the president. So we're going to stick on that topic. I'm talking about federal. Right. You don't talk about the president's opponent. By by no means in an election year do you want to, uh, essentially October, a month before the election, do you want to talk about the president's opponent, the flack for the campaign? Income taxes. Uh, And in the absence of the president releasing them, which is unprecedented for modern presidents, I'm going to go with the New York Times reporting because there's no reason not to believe it. Unprecedented is a, a tricky word. Now, there's a lot unprecedented happening in the last few years here. Right. And CNN has played a great role in some of the unprecedented uh, activities. Okay, so well, going the, with their detailed reporting that is very different. Is. I'm just going to finish the question. It, they, it's very different it. than four years ago. This is new reporting. In the absence of that, what is true? How much federal income tax did the president pay in 2016 and 2017? That, that's Probably. all I'm looking for is a number. The president's attorney stated it was millions of dollars in taxes, but he, he, did did, he didn't even have a chance to review. Taxes. He didn't even have a chance to review the documents that the New York Times the, is basing it on. The, the president. Ta- just- By the way, does it matter, Poppy, if if he uses his attorney like Warren Buffett uses his attorney, like everybody else who's rich uses their attorney? If he's not gaining any income, why is he supposed to pay taxes? What number do you want if he doesn't have any income? 
He doesn't have any income, okay? He's writing off the stuff. He's There's no... What do you want? Well, he might Trump, be writing off business losses from Trump, previous years. Trump.org Trump mm-hmm. pays a hell of a lot of money in taxes. Right. You know, I don't know what he's getting for a paycheck every day. State, local, all the taxes. So so is is what percentage of his fortune is Joe Biden supposed to be spending on taxes? Because you can pay more. You're totally allowed to pay more. It sounds to me like Poppy thinks people should pay more. Because she wants Trump to have paid more than $750. So I hope everybody else is. I hope Poppy's paying a lot more. I hope Jeff Zucker's paying a lot more. I hope Joe Biden is paying a lot more. And I hope Jill Biden is paying a lot more. Wanted to reiterate a political documents. smear from four years the, ago. The president's tax attorney but, has But they're his reporting based on what they have, and they wouldn't share yeah. it. So how can you dispute Here's something they wouldn't share? It's the president's it private documents. Here's why it matters. Because federal income taxes pay for things like the military that the president has said he so strongly supports. It pays the salary of Secret Service members that secure him every single day. So he's denying the military and Secret Service of the funding they need so much. Well, it seems to me that we have a legislature that creates these avenues and carve outs and exceptions and opportunities to uh, to be flexible with your taxes. Right. Why don't they call up Obama and the Democratic supermajority that he had, you know, in those years that they're concerned about Trump paying taxes in and they can, you know, check and see what the tax laws were and find out why they weren't different if they were even concerned better, about the taxes. Even better, is there a 47-year-old, 47-year veteran of the legislative process on one of the tickets maybe? Who might be able to uh, enlighten us on some of these tax laws? Somebody from Delaware, which is kind of a tax shelter and liability uh, <laughs> hub, by the way. <laughs> right. I mean, so it's Trump is using the laws, sure, and it's quite well known that very wealthy people have armies of accountants and lawyers to make sure that they don't have to pay much money. And you can be mad about that all day long. But Trump sure has not been in office long enough to have impacted his taxes from those years. You know, it's if you have a problem with the amount of taxes Trump paid, they should ask Biden about that on the debate stage tomorrow. Because if that's a problem, then why wasn't Biden doing something about it? Right. And I would like to look at just exactly what the influx of money that Biden Inc. has injected into the American economy for the last 40 years compared to Trump. Because Biden has been a recipient of government checks now. For his primary income, I assume that he got lucky on the stock market as well. It pays for roads, bridges, I could go on. And the average American in 2017, Brian, paid $12,199 in federal income taxes. Why does this is so it's so intellectually dishonest. It's so intellectually dishonest. Like you know, like you said, you know, using past losses to forward for this uh, in this right. filing as well, and this and that, it's a thousand different things. But for his personal income tax, he also probably does not take a salary. So if he yeah, does not take a salary, then he's got no personal income. If he's got no personal right. income, then I don't know what you want to tax. I mean, if you if you have a problem with Biden doing this. Then I hope when you drive to work on your easy pass or whatever, I hope you pay double and triple because those roads and those workers are hoping they need you. This is it's just in general crap, whatever. I'm not kidding. The president believe that he owes 16 times less. 
the president and his attorney have stated he paid millions of dollars in taxes. They have not stated. And I'm talking about said, federal income 05, taxes. 07, you are very right. You work with folks from I, the Treasury. You know there's a difference. So are you, Poppy, and that's why you should be asking where is the uh, where, where are the taxes on Hunter's three and a half million from I Russia? Where are the taxes on his billion dollars from China? Should not the president's be paid tens of millions of dollars. In the taxes. president's spokesman about someone who is not germane to this conversation, who is not running for president. Uh, isn't his father running for president? Well, is right. I mean, it's a little. Oh, it's a little funny to use the like we can't attack his children line of approach when we're talking about him getting payments from foreign entities, you know, while right. Joe Biden is vice president. And by but the way, why would a news organization want to talk about that? You know, getting a huge oligarch paycheck of a huge fortune of money where there's hookers in blow and uh, you know, sleeping with your uh, the the wife of your dead brother. And uh, and um, you know, and and illegitimate children out there. Why would a news organization be interested in something like that? Can you imagine having a news sense and saying, you know, we'll just leave that alone. It's not a, nothing we're interested in. Did he get drummed out of the army for have, using crack? I mean, the navy or whatever for using crack? Sure, but eh, not anything we want to. We don't want to ask any questions about that. Go ahead. I I mansplained or talked over. <laughs> whatever it was. Um, yeah. So. And so if we're going to say it's a problem like the Washington Examiner did that Trump made money in some of these foreign countries, you know, like at least Trump has like actual businesses there. You know, it might be somewhat of a conflict of interest, but surely it's more of a conflict of interest to take, you know, a check for quote unquote, like consulting for three and a half million dollars from Russian oligarchs directly rather than, you know, like you just happen to make that amount of money in this country. It seems like a little bit more of a direct conflict of interest. And and we're talking about the the a presidential candidate's immediate family member. So that's that's why people are concerned about that. Hello, obviously. And um and you know, if we're gonna do this with Trump's taxes, these are all fair questions. It's mm-hmm. not unfair to when you're getting asked questions about the person on one side of the aisle to ask questions about their opponent. It, that's literally sure, comparing the two candidates is what you're doing in the election. Right. And I understand that Morgan Stern is flacking, but, uh, you know, she should have moved on. She's not going to get what she, he's a flack. They're, they're, First of all, he doesn't even know what Trump paid in taxes in 2016 right. and well, 2017. But doesn't so, she have the New York Times article? Just work off of that and yeah. just ask him about character questions about paying. Just get to the point, Poppy. Poppy. That's not acceptable to me either. Have Brian, you ever asked them? Have you ever done a segment service. on them? Brian, please do our viewers the service of You're answering my answer questions question? about the man you were... Because I asked the questions. And Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad you're here, and I'm going to keep asking them. In 2017, okay. Brian, in 2017, yeah. according to all of these documents, it appears the president paid more in taxes to Panama, India, and the Philippines than he did to Uncle Sam. How is that America first? <laughs> Poppy, the documents the New York Times used, they wouldn't even... Well, I would assume that all of those countries have their own legislatures and have their own rules on what you can pay and what you can't pay. And mm-hmm. Trump probably paid the minimum amount to those people, too. Yeah, I don't think he this is such a half paid extra. I mean, she's I mean, the attempt to just say, you know, my God, look at that. He doesn't care about his own secret service in the military that he pretends to like so much. Just admit, admit, uh, Morgan Stern. 
that he's a bad person. Just admit it. How much did show them to anybody so that they could be verified or disputed? The president's attorney stated he's paid tens of it millions is. of dollars in taxes. We know this. We know that he donates his salary to the government even when he doesn't even have to. That's a million and a half dollars in taxes. He didn't even have to pay. But th so, this is a story that was, it's another version of it from four years ago on the not. eve of a debate coordinated with the yes. Democrats as a political Let's, hit. Okay, that's, Brian, I'm just going to stop you there. These okay. are remarkable reporters from the New York Times. Who what? <laughs> what? Really, Poppy? Has, it, has Daniel Dale checked into these remarkable reporters from the New York Times? Went through 20 years of documents. Remarkable. It is not okay for you to accuse them with no facts of coordinating with the Democratic Party. C bleeping N N is saying this. To accuse them with no facts. Sure, we had Trump, you know, in, in Russia with the hookers in the bed doing all that stuff with the waterworks. No, that's yeah, that was fine. That's fine. This is not okay. You're not allowed to make fun of reporters who are trying to trying to selflessly accuse the president of cheating the government. Copy that. Please they stop. Had By the way, they don't use tax evasion. Tax avoidance. Exactly. Tax avoidance. But you're supposed to be thinking tax evasion. Yeah, you know? I don't know who needs to hear this, but tax avoidance and tax evasion are not the same thing. Right. <laughs> tax avoidance is what we all do. <laughs> it's called not paying more tax than you have to. Doing ads that or this running. interview will they end. Had ads Brian, stop attacking the or press. The interview will end. I have well, not seen you do that spin. largely before. Stop doing that. I'm asking you direct questions. You could put the entire thing to bed if the president would release the records and show the American people what he says is... So wait a second now. It started off as how much did he make then? You're not allowed to talk by, to, to Biden. Now it's a threat. We'll put it to bed unless you release those. Go get his tax records and bring them to us right now or we're going after you. Stop making fun of the other reporters because they are only interested in, 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 in Trump and not Biden. Stop suggesting they're communicating, which of course they are. Right. And I mean, <laughs> there's so much here. It's just, I mean, first of all, I think we know whether or not the issue would be put to bed if Trump actually gave them all his tax documents. Right. Uh, do, do we think that it would be put to bed and just over if Trump handed over all his business paperwork from all his years of business and no, gave it to the, them all? The, the, it would the, be done. From what the they Times would has. just walk away. They'd be like, oh, okay, oh, nothing yeah. needs to see here. I'll oh, that set. checks out. All right. Well, <laughs> you know what? We're going to look at Hunter now. Right. No. Uh, so that's that's one thing. You know, the whole thing is so ridiculous to say that he's attacking the press. I mean, is it attacking the press when the Biden flack says that there that Fox News is repeating a Trump campaign line of attack? Like, no, that's all he's saying. He's saying they coordinated in the sense that they took their big bombshell story and released it 48 hours before there was a presidential debate mm -hmm. on purpose so that Biden could have a sound bite to put in ads and to say at the at the debate. You know, we have a friend that said us like, I think even Biden can manage this sound bite. Trump only paid seven hundred fifty dollars in taxes. You know, it's it. It's true. That's I mean, and that's what they all do. That's what the super PACs do. Technically, you can't coordinate with the super PACs, but does the campaign take their B-roll footage and of, you know, the candidate out and about and leave it on a server so that the super PACs can pick it up and make ads? Like, of course they do. They, I mean, that's what they're all doing. It's No, just Trump. Just start. It's all started with Trump. It's true. Why will he Poppy. not do that? 
So the press can attack him, but he can't defend himself. That is just not a fair position. The president is welcome to come on this show and defend himself. I hope he joins us. The easiest defense would be for him to lay out his records as every modern president has done since the 1970s. And they'll give him a fair showing. Oh, what a bunch of um, bleep. But that's fine. It's okay. It was a great day for the media. ABC's The View. Joy Behar is, uh, she's back to COVID. Remember COVID? COVID's that thing that only hits Salt Bay in Massachusetts. Does not hit this person. The government found the financial means to equip pigs with millions of dollars. Worth- yeah. The f- this racist f- police. These people doesn't hit them. But where it does go is Trump rallies and then Texas. So Joy Behar is very angry that Texas is completely opening. Governor Ron DeSantis is letting this super spreader event happen. Republican Florida governor. This is Ted Cruz uh, defending DeSantis. DeSantis, for example, recently lifted all coronavirus restrictions on businesses, allowing bars and restaurants to open at full capacity without a mask mandate. He said they won't be closing anything going forward. Now, what's your response to Governor DeSantis's um, policy, one, and would you do the same thing in Texas if you could? So, yes, we should reopen. And I actually think if you look at Florida, if you look at Texas, uh, the death rates have been much, much lower there um, than, for example, states like New York, New Jersey, states with Democratic governors, where the death rates have been enormously through the roof. New York, in particular, has led, led the country in death rate, and, oh. and I think it had a lot to do with the Democratic governor there, uh, Governor Cuomo, sending people who had That's COVID into nursing That's homes. That's not true. Uh, well, the death rate is, well, is say, three times as high as the death rate please. in Texas or Florida. I'm sorry. I'm talking about I'm talking about Florida right now, not New York. New York got hit very early, and a lot of people were coming in without any kind of sanctions. But, but, but on the government it. policy so, was different, and the policy Republican made a difference. Governor. New York gets a total pass. No, 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 no. Just tell me. Just no, no. Tell me about the bad people. I don't want to hear about no. New no. York was hit very hard, but Trump caused every COVID death in America single-handedly. Correct. Yeah. The government well, policy was different, DeSantis. and the policy made a okay, difference. Fine. The policy of the governors of New York and New Jersey of sending people who were COVID positive deflection. into nursing homes was catastrophic, and 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 it resulted in a horrific death death rate. No, no, I'm saying we should actually listen to sound science and protect people and keep them safe. Um, yeah, well, the point is that DeSantis did it right. New York did it wrong. Deflection, deflection. <sighs> It's incredible. I know. I, work, I, I, I I deal with people every day who still think that New York and Massachusetts are models. They are models for how this should be done. She's, if it's about dead bodies, they're not models. But maybe it's about something else. Maybe I'm missing it. I don't know. I don't know. But at the same time, you know. This has been going on for about five hours now. Currently, the protesters are here between Faneuil Hall and City Hall. They have shut down Congress Street. Hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Hand in hand, arm in arm. Yay. I think uh, it's about how good a person you are yes. and how much you intend to save lives. That's what determines how good a job you did yes. handling COVID. So, you know, even if you accidentally kill thousands of people in nursing homes, the fact that you really, you know, you talked really tough to Trump about how many ventilators you had that and you, you know, 
you were a good person about it and you said a lot of things about following science, you know, that that is what makes you a good person. Uh, speaking of good people, by the way, my friend Kamala Harris, Kamala, Kamala Harris, uh, gave a shout out to somebody I hadn't actually thought about for quite a while, but it was <laughs> nice to hear. She was part of our culture. Yes, we wear those notorious B.I.G. T-shirts with a lot of pride. But since she passed, there are parents reminding their children that she helped their lives. Ah, notorious B.I.G. No wonder why she still thinks Tupac is alive. <laughs> she was living at a different time. That's fine. Yeah. Um, before we let you go, Alice, uh, before we go, uh, I just want to play this um, Brad Parscale, the manager, of, well, well, the former campaign manager for Trump. Now he still works in the campaign, but he's he's been uh, he's been demoted essentially. So um, there's there was a police incident at Parscale's house. His uh, very attractive girlfriend or wife is she girlfriend or wife? Else, uh, I think girlfriend. We like her. She um, calls the cops. They arrive. It's acting crazy, and so I went outside to the backyard and let him just like show up. Uh huh. And he's just like going irate, and he like came out of his office, cocked a gun, went back, and I was like, okay, this is like up. So I went to oh, the front. Jesus, door. how did I miss that? Sorry, I don't no, know. No, it's not you. It's me. I gotta mark that. Sorry, I will get that. So if you're listening to it, I didn't miss it because you just started to bleep. Um, okay, so she talks about him being salty. The cops go around the back. They find him. He's obviously plastered when they find him. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there shirtless with a um, – with a. Um, I, I do want to talk more about the girlfriend when we have a time because I got Yeah, some, or she could be his wife. I'm honestly not sure. I got some very, sure. I would say, sexist uh, remarks on text from friends of mine, by the way. Who had things to say about her, which we'll talk about. We'll probably have to talk about that yesterday. Anyway, so they talk to Parscale, and while they're talking to him, okay, come out here. That's fine. All right, relax. Okay. What's going on? She's in the shape. Okay, don't do this. Not doing anything. Relax. What happened? So she started saying all these. Get on the ground, man. Get on the ground. Get on the ground, man. Get on the ground, man. Jesus. Get on the ground. Out of nowhere, these guys deck him. He's talking to one cop already. They're having a good conversation. The other cops come over, and one guy gives him a flying tackle and nails him on the pavement. The guy's shirtless and shorts on him, which, as a fat guy, me, I, like, shudder when I think of the damage that would do to me. But, <laughs> and they just nail him, which I thought sucked. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Hey, we'll figure it all out, right? Don't worry about it. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. We're going to get you off the ground just a second, okay? Yeah, that? I don't think we had to do all that. So, anyway, they cuff Parcel. And you hear that cop in the back? I don't think we had to do all that. In other words, I don't hmm. think we had to kick his ass as I was. He was complying with me. As he we wasn't t- getting on the ground. I mean, oh, wait, they he, did no, no, say get on the ground, get on the he ground, was get on the ground. He wasted talking to a guy. He would have gotten on the ground. He was wasted. He'd just give the guy a second. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's fine, Alice. You and your uh, your your militarized law enforcement can keep beating us poor uh, men I mean, who have a few beers in the house. They said get on the ground. He didn't get on the ground. The guy is, I've seen conflicting reports. I'm not sure if he's 6'6 or 6'8, but he's a big guy. 
He's yeah. a big well, guy. I'm, pro- I'm rioting today in Boston. I have some things uh, I've learned. You're rioting I've learned some rhymes. Free Brad Farscale. That's my, I'm going out in the town tonight, and uh, I will not be arrested or or closed down like my buddy Salt Bay, because I will be um, protesting the right thing. The government found the financial means to equip pigs with millions. <laughs> Can you imagine City Hall Plaza? You got to hear that crap. All right. Anything else we're missing um, right now? Tomorrow's a big debate. Um, it, did you have other notes? What do we get? Um, we played Kamala. Brad, we hit everything. girlfriend, the tackle, Jill Biden, the gaff, Jill Biden, the gaff is gone. It's gone. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. So with the huge debate tomorrow, it, I I don't I am I'm it's unbelievable to me that it's even happening. I am so looking forward to this thing. We'll have a great show tomorrow before the debate. Maybe we can sneak one in after the debate. I have no idea. But get me on Twitter at Tom Shattuck. Talk to my wife at Alice Shattuck. Uh, if you want, email me at Winchester at gmail.com. Please leave a review and five stars if, if you don't mind. You don't have to if you don't want to. I hate it when people ask that. I don't even know why I'm asking it. Really, I just hear other people do it. But, uh, man, what a night this is going to be. Take it easy. See you tomorrow. Say la vie. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.